0: The PUFO Exchange was our last, best hope for on-topic conversation. We failed. But in the third season, it became something greater. Our last, best hope for entertainment.
1: Welcome back to the Poker Exchange, this is Ryan. Jan? Okay, that was a little bit better in closer <laughs> to reality because usually it's like, all right, Ryan, let's do this thing. Hi, I'm Jan. That time was a little closer to. Well, James I thought
0: that there. I could. I thought I can make this sound really energetic, and then the second sentence I say, I'll be like, Whoa. no, no,
1: probably not. <laughs> all right, so we have taken a few weeks off. Um, a I be- few decades a few decades off. I became a cat person. Literally, I was doing my Matt Smith impression, and I'm driving home, and there's cats literally running around me right now. And I thought to myself, "Cats are cool. Let's get cats." So Danielle and I adopted two cats. Not named,
0: one, not but one, two. but
1: two. Uh, named Chuck Bartowski and, uh, Sammy. And right now, Chuck Bartowski is chasing Sammy around the house, and I'm picking sides. I know you're supposed to let your cats, you know, kind of figure out who's in charge, but it's not working too well because he's bigger and more muscular, and she thinks he's a yutz. So neither of them will kind of follow <laughs> the other one. And I'm, I'm choosing sides here because I'm just that kind of person. So during this podcast, you may hear me scream swear and shoot water at my cats. Just bear with me on that one.
0: Because he's kind of abusive with. This. I am not abusive. I am.
1: I'm very. I'm, I'm very unabusive. Well, I accidentally just hit Sammy in the face with the ball, so that, that made me feel bad. Ringa kicked a dog once on the podcast. Seriously, Pete hates <laughs> all Buffalo Productions. So tonight, uh, Jen and I are going to do our best to catch up on everything in the Doctor Who universe that we've uh, been negligent on. We have four episodes of Torchwood, and uh, the first three episodes of season six-five of Doctor Who. So we're going to go from uh, Immortal Sins on Torchwood, which is uh, the flashback a episode, as I'm calling it, it um, to, well, there was, there was a great, there was a, there was a great <laughs> deal of non- omnisexuality in that
0: awesomeness.
1: Yep, uh, through to the bloodline and uh, then for Doctor. Who we have let's kill Hitler night terrors and the girl who wait it <laughs> which so
0: crying. It's- minutes since I stopped watching this show and I'm still like, all right, all right, weeping buckets. Can we go backwards?
1: Ever, okay, we're going to do Doctor Who first and I know you're <laughs> dying to know what we thought about Let's Kill Hitler and um, I think I remember Night <laughs> Terrors. Why don't we start with The Girl Who Waited the third episode <laughs> back? Because Jen's not going to start sobbing through everything unless we do that. So, uh, Jen, <laughs> w- what did you think?
0: Oh, oh, I don't even have words for once. It lived up to expectation, and I thought it was fantastic.
1: One thing I was thinking through it, and I Oh, try-
0: no, don't ruin it. Well, I was
1: trying to compare everything to season
0: two. Did you Starcraft like Voyage. it, though, first? I don't. liked
1: the ending more than... Um, I, I. I liked... Or thought was so-so the first, like, 45 minutes of it, you know, including commercials. And then the, the ending of it really popped for me. Um,
0: because you and I disagree a lot on what is awesome and what's not. I think and she said a lot
1: oops. right there. It was like a lot. Like, I know, I'm like, <laughs> not talking about there. <laughs> And um, cat update, they're licking themselves. Okay, so... Are
0: we going to have cat updates. <laughs> we're
1: going to have cat updates gotcha. throughout the hour. we scream... like
0: breaking news. Well, earlier
1: <laughs> tonight, Danielle yelled at one of the cats, and I got intimidated, so it's one of those things where,
0: you know, we're... <laughs> it shows it's... you what you... Exactly. of <laughs> you'll be like as parents.
1: <laughs> all I knew is I jumped <laughs> off the counter. I got scared, and I jumped off the counter. <laughs> so, um, all right, so the, the episode began, and we had...
0: Maybe the... we shouldn't start here.
1: Well, oh, well, but we already have. We can't tease people. It's not right.
0: <laughs> okay, go on.
1: Alright, it reminded me, there was an episode of Star Trek Voyager in Season 2, which Aaron is listening to this right now thinking, it's called Tuvix, Ryan, and the episode was called Tuvix, so Aaron is correct. And the plotline was two characters, who I didn't really care about at the time, Tuvok and Neelix, went in the transporter, and they were carrying, like, a ficus tree or something, and they got merged with the ficus tree. And so, long story short, two people beamed up and arrived as one merged person and this guy had the traits of both and he was competent and he could cook and he could do all these different things
0: seriously ryan we're doing seven episodes yes i'm starting with voyager
1: anyway 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 this guy lived for like weeks and weeks and weeks and he he (laughs) called himself tuvix you get it and he became Uh this person and then they figured out how they could separate him and tuvix said i refuse i don't want to die and They had to decide... I don't want to go! Right, exactly. Do we kill Tuvix to restore Tuvok and Neelix, or do we let Tuvix live, and blah, 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 blah.
0: So So, you're saying this story's been
1: done before. The story's been done before, but it was one of those things where I was curious where they were going with the episode. Then obviously, you know... You know, Karen Gillan I thought looked great in the in the aged makeup. I think she did a really, really good job in this episode. and, and mm-hmm. This is me saying I enjoy the Amy Pond, so this is, this is good.
0: I loved the Amy Rory. The only thing
1: I thought was she's 60, Ugh. her hair's not going to still be red. But that was the only th- thing I thought was a little... Confusing there, but maybe the, uh, her little person oh. with, a, with a flashlight aimed at her. She face
0: aged and. very well, or maybe there's bottles in the
1: future. Bo- bottles,
0: dye, hair dye.
1: You, you honestly think she was focusing on hair dye in her current project? Maybe Rory. What she was the, obviously what was made up a, a clothing, from, um, a
0: clothing what, line. What was the time mean, Hank's she movie had where
1: he's t- stranded in <laughs> the island and he's talking to Wilson, the beach ball? Like anyone else? Think Rory yeah, exactly. I was switching Wilson. Like seriously, I told Danielle that. I
0: cried I- when they look at the robot. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, if, they... <laughs> if anything ever happens, I'm naming my robotic dog Danielle because I thought that was that was interesting. Cat update: They're approaching. What are you doing? I
0: think okay. if I have another son, I'm gonna have to name him Rory. I love Rory so much, which is really weird because if I had a daughter, I wanted her to be Rory too from Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls.
1: Well, I like and I Gil- love the name Rory <laughs> infinitely more than I like Rory from Gilmore Girls. If we ever do Gilmore Girls podcasts, you know, God help us on season six.
0: And I love Gilmore Girls. Richard started watching them. We're going to have to podcast over Gilmore Girls.
1: He mocked me without mercy for watching Gilmore Girls earlier in our Pofuanian careers. Well, you now. can
0: mock him back because he loves them, well, I think. The well, which, yeah, well, I don't know, actually. You know, I think he likes them. I'm pretty sure. He,
1: he tends he tends to watch many different things. He, he
0: but she knows you her. recommend things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I get into it and I'm like, oh, my God.
1: It's awesome. I, I brought you Dr. Who. <gasps> watch Chuck, by the way. I named my cat after I the
0: show, do you like, need to watch Chuck. I do. I will, you, I will. You will
1: ship it. You will absolutely. And I'm going ship to
0: read the Hunger Games, but I want you at the same time yes. to read. Yes, this chaos verse. I found it in PDF form, so you what can put it? it on your iPad or your I, so. Kindle.
1: Kindle. Kindle. Thank, thank,
0: you. thank you. Thank you. And so will you read it? No, I have no idea what to tell you.
1: What do you want me to read? What is it? What is
0: it's it? it's it's Doctor Who fan fiction.
1: Oh, the one we talked about last time.
0: Yes. Yes. It's brilliant. It's on the you list. Will by, love the way,
1: it. by the way, by the way, our fellow Papuans. <laughs> I, I just laughed earlier this evening. I I was talking to to my godson uh, Jen's eldest son Lee. And my all, one and only one, the only that we know of. And um, like when I called her, you get like the waiting music on Skype, and it's like you know, elevator.
0: All music. I get is the ringtone. Really, and, you well, get waiting music?
1: No, there was no waiting music. I made that up. But there was oh. Jen's icon on uh, Skype pops up on my no. screen. <laughs> And I'm looking over, and it's the doctor essentially dry-humping Rose Tyler on the side of the TARDIS. God, and I'm like, this is, there's no way this is a wrong number. Oh this can only be Jen. And, and Jen answered the phone. We have seven episodes to get through. Let's get back on
0: this. I am red. I'm done. Goodbye. Right, so the
1: girl who waited, the girl who waited. Now, going through, I... I well, <laughs> You know what like I I I wasn't anxious to see an episode about Future Amy not wanting to die. I I enjoyed the fact that they played up her hatred of the doctor. It was like the flip version of The Doctor's Wife where Rory was the one who waited for 2000 years in that nightmare. Now it's you know Amy who really waited for well, 36. See,
0: years. I never even put that together. Well, You're
1: right though. This is why we do these together. I I bring my game. But <laughs> that I mean that so so I was glad they played up the you know, I, I hate you. I waited. I tried. You know, this is. They've all waited. Yeah, and I was pissed at the doctor in this, and the doctor really didn't do anything wrong in the entire episode. But he was just himself, and that was pissing me off. So I thought that all yeah. worked. The, the 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 line where why didn't you look into the fact that there were plagues on this planet? Well, that's not the how that's not how I travel. Well, I don't want to travel with you anymore. That I mean, that was. That
0: was amazing. That was a great line.
1: Um, I'm I I, I I loved Rory in this one. I was I was definitely feeling Rory more. Amy, I thought, did much better. In this one, Danielle thought the entire episode was boring and fell asleep three times. She's giving the thumbs oh. down with the tongue out right now.
0: This yeah. is probably my favorite episode since the Doctor's wife. I think what I thought uh, was really no. For me, no. I liked no, no, no. I liked
1: uh, Good Man <laughs> Goes to War, and I liked. Uh, oh, that was a good one. I enjoyed Let's Kill Hitler. Daniel uh, um, Daniel's banging things together. See,
0: and, and I hated "Let's Kill train, Hitler." So I did,
1: I didn't hate "Let's Kill Hitler." Well, "River Song" was in it, and I I enjoy "River Song." I
0: love "River Song." I still hated the episode. The
1: episode was fantastic. Jen was a little drunk that night, but. <laughs>
0: what don't write me off in my opinion
1: I'm not writing off in your opinion I'm just making jokes about your potential inebriation
0: (laughs) inebriation okay fair enough there
1: you go no the episode really started to work at the end well the the, I think there was a. who directed this episode do we know
0: someone amazing we need to find that out because night terrors is they I know that they did the episode that that I hated from tenant
1: okay because Danielle hated the direction in uh, night terrors and I didn't even notice it so oh
0: no, no I'm talking about the writer never mind the okay. same writer who wrote night terrors wrote that episode about chloe the girl who drew uh, fear
1: her fear her. and i
0: hated that episode i, I hated night Terrors. I, i'm
1: sorry i thought you were a member of the facebook group you know david tennant should carry the olympic torch <laughs> which i believe originated from <laughs> the episode so fear
0: her. you are right
1: all right i just like to point out the inconsistency of his life
0: but I'm a dork, crying, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I thought the like the episode I thought tonight was very creepy. I loved the bit where the where Amy screams out it's been a week, and you know you realize, oh crap, this isn't going well, and then th- i I didn't want that was it, scary that was scary, and I didn't want it to be the one about you know. Amy not wanting to die and have the focus be on future Amy and how she has to give up her life. But they really didn't focus on that. They focused on future Amy's hatred of the Doctor and her ambivalence towards Rory in the beginning. And they focused on, you know, just the Doctor and how he's viewed by everybody, which I think is like kind of a welcome thing. And... I so I was grateful on that and then they twisted it towards, you know, Rory and his humanity, which is, I think is where it ended, and I thought that was well so they kind of focused on the parts of the storyline I I would have most liked to have seen. So that was a good thing. Okay, yeah. wait. Yes. I'm saying good <laughs> things. I'm saying good things.
0: You are saying good things. You're just listing, and I want to actually discuss some of these points. I'm, like, starting go. a list here as you go. Oh,
1: God. Jen didn't <laughs> want to do this thing because she didn't have a notebook available. All right, what would you
0: like to discuss? Okay, so, yeah, I yeah. don't have notes on this one yet. Okay, three things w- I'm going to point out real quick, but and we're going to have to talk about them. One uh-huh. being how the doctor acted throughout this episode. I really liked what you said about that, and I want to elaborate more. Uh-huh. Two, um oh shoot, I've already forgotten.
1: This is what happens when she has this no is This
0: is what anymore. happens when you monologue and you don't stop to discuss. Well I'm sure okay. it'll
1: pop up again. Do you want to discuss um, the doctor and how he behaves? Okay,
0: the says? doctor. Let's yes. just start there. Okay. Okay.
1: You have nothing to say about the doctor. <laughs> you- yes <Yeah>. I do. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Say anything about the doctor. He had a new coat. He a new. Coat.
0: Oh my god! I can't do this. Okay, okay. You know how he acted through uh-huh. the whole episode. Okay. Yeah. The doctor previously yes. was he his his whole logo uh-huh. logo is or or saying or standard feeling is I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like yes. everything that happens and and usually it's a it's a guilt complex that's not really his fault, but he puts it upon himself uh-huh. that makes it his fault, and he feels that it's his fault. Yes. Like him ending the time war. Obviously, yes. that had to be done. Yes, he did it, but was it his was, you know, is that guilt? Right. Anyway. It's, but, like, okay.
1: it's like Harry Potter and his misdirected Exactly.
0: Rage it's yes. misdirected guilt. Okay, but this episode, I actually found myself, like, getting angry at the Doctor because this was his fault, and instead of him like, stepping up and going, yeah, it's my fault, It's he just was sort of like, I'm sorry, and like, well, it once felt like they he arrived, sort of shrugged about once, it.
1: But once they arrived at, once they got out of the TARDIS, in, in the, you know, the first minute of the episode there was nothing he really could have done in addition i know
0: he did did it perfectly but his the attitude he had towards it all it's like he's gotten so old he has stopped really caring and instead has just kind of succumbed to everything is going to go wrong and it's going to be his fault and he's going to be sorry about it
1: his behavior in the episode kind of reminded me of like when um when my, my father was dying in the hospital and his sister was dying in like the hospital next door it made visiting very confusing uh, and we were trying to decide how much do you tell my aunt about my father's condition and who might go first and do you tell them the other one's going to die like, right. so you right. almost play God with people and these are these are grown-ups, these are adults and you play God with with the with information they get do you tell them how sick they are all these different things and it felt like that's what the doctor was doing here You know, there's absolutely no way we can bring uh, Amy 1 and Amy 2, um, you know, back in the tar of this, but we'll tell Rory we can because Rory's a sap, and then once we get back, we will make, uh, you know, I'll force the decision on Rory and, and we'll figure this out. That's just how he works. <laughs> he, he almost seems like someone who's played God so many times, and he is someone who's played God so many times that that's just you know, part for the course for
0: him. I'm just wondering if he has, if Rory came to the, if the whole purpose of this episode was so that Rory and them, I, I mean, obviously the baby got taken and obviously they've seen the doctor screws up. Amy seems to have known that from day one, that he just mm-hmm. kind of screws up a lot, doesn't really know what he's doing. And she points it out to Rory, but maybe this episode was a wake up call that one, the doctor is a liar. And two, it, I wonder if Rory is kind of confused as to whether or not you really can trust the doctor because he goes around saying, trust me, I'm the Doctor. But then he does all these things that kind of make you – he yeah. just lies all the time.
1: Yeah, rule one, the Doctor lies. I mean, and the episode even ended very abruptly. I know we're, I got the BBC version.
0: Yeah, so I'm wondering if there was more.
1: I don't, Well, no, because it faded out. So it, it seemed like they oh, wait, just really – Oh,
0: it did out to me. It just ended.
1: Yeah, it was the Doctor looking back in on the control room and it kind of blurred out, which was how the episode was –
0: all I director. the last thing I got was the
1: um, Amy saying where is she?
0: Yeah, where is she? And then it just went uh, to I the think, credits.
1: Yeah, I, I think what they do on BBC is they kind of go into the credits so quickly you feel like you're still in the middle of a scene. They don't have like that fade out.
0: Well, there's thing. commercials too. You know, I'm yeah. wondering if Europe, if they Britain gets more of the episode than we do.
1: I don't believe so because well, I no.
0: don't know because I remember watching the the BBC America version of uh, the Eleventh Hour with James and they cut they
1: cut you know, a lot. While- no. I'll usually look on iTunes, and, and if iTunes has like a longer version, I'll download it from there. But
0: Well, I'm thinking we're going to have to check on this episode, because I wonder.
1: Yeah, and I get them on on demand. I record them off on demand. and Will
0: you usually, tell me yeah, then?
1: Yeah, I'll let you know if there's more scenes. Okay. But, I, mean, I, I mean, that was kind of the focus at the end of the episode, which I liked, is they ended on basically something that, that the Doctor caused. And I was ready for Rory at the end of the episode to say, F you, we're leaving. You know, I forever. kind of
0: was, too. I really expected more from that conversation.
1: Well, it's they're still traveling with the Doctor, and this is kind of you know you see rose tyler say i'm staying with you forever and you see well martha left after three weeks but you see donna say i'm staying with you forever and no one ever gets the choice everyone you know rose was rose and donna were basically forced from the targets through circumstances and and martha left and you have in that adam kid you know people are snapping their fingers at them unfortunately and getting very frightened but you know Rory and, and uh Amy are still here and and they're kind of doing the whole We're Staying With You Indefinitely thing and it's this is the first time we've actually seen this happen. And and I'm wondering what they're getting out of this. I mean they 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 have river floating around there somewhere you know, maybe they're saying with the doctor. No, actually, no, that's not true because they stayed with them for so long. I was gonna say they stayed with the doctor so they could have reference <laughs> with the river, but that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, this is what you know, week after week it gets stranger. And Rory had that moment where he's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have two wives on the po- on, on the podcast on the TARDIS," and it's like, you know, one of them drives me nuts. As this, I well, mean, things are getting weirder and weirder. For him, it's
0: man. strange for me because this is just another thing now that Rory has experienced, kind of without Amy in a way because. He- He was the Roman soldier for 2,000 years and Amy wasn't there. And this whole experience with older Amy Hmm. and Amy, young Amy, obviously she doesn't know like the turmoil he felt like when he was having to not let her in. And like he has, I don't know. He's, it's like he's experienced so much more than her that I wonder if that's going to ever catch up. I have to say, I really appreciated that even though there was a 40 year age gap between them, he was still her husband and Mm -hmm. he wasn't grossed out by her and he still loved her. And he did, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't
1: a bag lady. I mean, do
0: you know what I mean though? I I do know what you mean. Like,
1: well, then the doc, and then the doctor's saying, choose which one you want. Like, it's not like which, you know, we're leaving this. Toy store I know. I mean, that was so horrible. And it's, it's
0: because the doctor knew. Well, no, it's.
1: Uh, well, can I just ask what the hell happened to Rose? Don't touch the baby. Like, have we thrown that episode completely out the window now? Gambin hugging Gambin. Did
0: they touch each other though? I
1: well, Gambin hugged Gambin, which didn't blow the world apart. But
0: well, Moffat pretends a lot of things I think are different. Well, or you know
1: what? They would have at some point I think bumped into each other.
0: Well, there's just no continuity with Moffat much. So
1: there, there's not a great deal of content. There, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, the, you know, it was, it was, I, I wish we got into a little bit more of why didn't Amy other than, I mean, okay. Amy doesn't want to lose the last 36 years of her life, but is she doing it despite the doctor, despite Rory? What was her reasoning for, I for-
0: think it was because she had been hardened and she'd grown to like, understand the doctor in a way that I think young Amy's still naive a bit about him. And I think that she didn't want to lose that. Like, solid solid mm. hatred she felt i don't know like she obviously you mature in 30 or 40 years And I'm sure that even if your life is crap, you still want to be the person you are.
1: But I found it refreshing too, because you also have some of the episodes where it's automatically assumed that, you know, the, you know, you know we must give up our timeline. So the correct timeline can be restored. And that's like saying, you know, if someone had something shitty happen to them in their lives and they grew from it and they grew stronger and they grew, you know, maybe not as easily as they otherwise would have, we should wipe that person out and have the easier, you know, at some well, point. isn't
0: that always, like, the wish of everyone, though? If your life is crap, if bad things have happened to you, don't you just think, if something had turned out differently, my life would be so much better. You never think. Well, link, If things turned out differently, my life would be so much worse. Link like, it
1: to, the, to uh, bloodline on Torchwood. You have... You know, when p- people die, people are going to die anyway. So the purpose of humanity is to keep people alive as as long as you can. And that's the purpose of our medical science, and that's the per- you know, the purpose of everything. We have no say in how long people are going to live otherwise. So we might as well do the most that we can to keep them alive. We should do everything we can as a people to keep everyone here as long as possible. So that becomes our motivation. And then when death ends, we have to decide how long are people going to be allowed to live for with the yeah. resources that we have. So when you look at it kind of here, you know, okay. Who get who decides which Amy is the right one? Who decides all of these different things? Because usually, you don't well, have it a becomes it,
0: it becomes where there's not a right and a wrong. They're two separate people.
1: But it's interesting just to think about that concept. I'm saying it poorly because I have cats running around me. But when you think of it, <laughs> I mean, you no, know, the doctor gets to play God, and the doctor gets to decide, or Rory gets to decide, does young Amy innocent amy live or does hardened amy who didn't deserve what she got does she have the opportunity to live now and does she deserve to be wiped away so that young amy can have an easier life who decides whether gwen's father lives or dies or not and the doctor i think has lived this for so long and i think gwen has started making these decisions over on torchwood that you you can't do this easily or well and when someone starts to have that much power it it does take away from their humanity and rory very much hated the fact that he was put into that position where he had to make the choice and i thought the episode kind of took the easy way out from a dramatic standpoint by having amy say don't open the door you're doing the right thing and i think if amy had been kicking and screaming outside that door it would have been a more powerful episode but it also would have been so much more terrible for rory you know? it
0: would have been more terrible for but still in the end don't you think it was very amy to say don't let me in because if you let me in I'm going to come in and then yeah, and then like what bur-
1: like a burst of strength I
0: thought yeah. it was so her character like finally an episode we, we I think we finally have a good grasp on who Amy is Well I think the and- season's
1: done a really good job of showing the strength of Amy and Rory's bond together because it's been repeated enough we have it in um the impossible astronaut you know where he's coming for me and you have it in Good Man Goes to War
0: I wish we'd had this last year Yeah
1: because last year- Season we talked about it in the last podcast. It was so did, awkward. Yeah, it, it, it was well, it was so inconsistent. There was that huge gap in the middle where there was absolutely yeah. nothing, and then you know you.
0: I'm sorry, but them talking about her realize them talking about their love for Warren, why they love him, and now he's the most beautiful man. I mean, you, it doesn't feel overdone to me how they keep explaining why she loves him and why she's with him. And I love that. she. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Got really quiet. Okay. but I'm sorry. Anyway. When my,
1: when my cat was meowing. <laughs> okay. and I had to make sure everything was fine. This is very stressful for me. He's in a bag. <laughs> if you're wondering, scary. the cat is in a bag. I think that's an expression. Please carry <laughs> the cat
0: on. cat in a bag. In okay. Bag. Well, you know, and I love that. I love the comment that she says about, oh, there's so many boys were chasing me because you know, they were, I mean, I mean, look Have you at her. seen what the woman wears I around know, Those legs they just go on and I'm a girl and they go on yes. but anyway um calm yourself. Oh god that gay scene is beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> I love Torchwood. Um but it was I love that they brought in their love for Rory and they explain it again and it doesn't feel overdone. It just feels completely new and it and justified, and I feel like I need to know it never gets boring, and maybe that's because it's still new. they're just now introducing it,
1: well, I think this half of the season did so well because you had the, the moment where the two Amys were talking, and they they said that there's you know there's some guys who are beautiful, and there's nothing there, and then there's some people who are you know they don't strike you outwardly as being beautiful, but they turn out to be the most beautiful people in the world, and we find wow. like I thought like I had one of those moments where you know how, like, you and I, all, all the season on Torchwood, were saying, Oh, I wish they did this, I wish they did that. Then the next episode, they do exactly what we said, you know, we wish yes! they would do. Well, I feel like that was our last episode on Doctor Who, is uh, when we were saying, The cat has taken over my podcasting chair. I, can, I can't I can sit down. The cat is in my chair. Can you get off my chair? This Where
0: is, is a- your podcasting chair? There's I the can't... chair.
1: He's grabbing my microphone. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Chuck. Get down from there. Get down. Go. Oh, Chuck isn't moving. Oh, Chuck is is angry. All right, Chuck. Okay, this is unfortunately all in the episode. We're
0: getting real insight here into your home life now.
1: (laughs) 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 You get down from there. Okay, good kitty. Good kitty. Don't attack me. Chuck likes to bite. Don't attack me? Chuck (laughs) likes to bite. Well, the thing is, Chuck's previous owner, Chuck's a year old. He just turned a year old. And his previous owner uh, lived in a dorm room. She was was a girl. And there were lots of other girls. Picture Amy Pond's dorm room, right? And they're all in the dorm room. And they all let him, you know claw at their feet and bite their feet because he's like a week old and it's cute. Well, now he's the size of a Buick and he's still doing it and he thinks it's acceptable. What were we talking about? Amy Pond. Okay. Uh, let's kill Hitler. You saw that Amy growing up was probably the girl that everyone wanted to date and was the most beautiful girl in her class and all that stuff. And you had Rory, who, unfortunately, she thought was her lovely gay friend. Because he only had <laughs> I that... I
0: wonder her... if she got changed in front of him and stuff. I'm <laughs> sure she and probably did. <laughs> and she's oblivious.
1: Can you... She probably did. You mentioned the expression on his yeah. face. Yeah. And then there's that moment where Mel's is in the bed and makes a comment about how it's always you, how it's always Rory. And he it's has gotta like, be you, too. He has that scared look in his face as he's in the room yeah, like, He's about to be found out. He's about to be out. And, you know, there was... (laughs) And she's like, "You have never looked at another girl." And then she's like, "Oh my god!" And chases him out the hallway.
0: And I love that her reaction was one of like positive yes. excitement because if she had been like, "What?" Yeah. it would have been completely different.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely I feel like in these last two episodes, I'm ignoring Night terrors for the moment. In these last two episodes, I
0: <laughs> really enjoyed there it. has to be some good things. No, okay. I
1: thought it was a fine episode. I enjoyed it when I watched it. The cat's about to jump on the counter. No, I kidding.
0: did. do notes for Let's Kill Hitler as well as Night Terrors, like massive notes.
1: Well, I did not, so that makes me happy. Well,
0: I'm just telling you. I've got points.
1: The cat sees his reflection, and he thinks it's another cat, and he's growling at himself. Cats are... No! You don't... No! Hang on, I have to go shoot the cat. Please, Jen, talk to the viewers.
0: I would like to discuss the doctor's coat. The doctor's coat used to be this really lovely, tweed, short... You know, old manish looking coat, and now he has got a coat. It's well, green. It's long. I think it's Hitler's. It's coat. heroish. Is it he it is coat? not hero. It no, because he walked out of the TARDIS wearing it before they met Hitler.
1: Well, the funny thing was, Night Terrors was supposed to take place uh, when we still had Ganger Amy, you know, old school Amy. So if you this last week, he had his old coat on. Now he's back to the new coat.
0: Yes. I'm just wondering if there is something that has to do with the coat. If there there's gotta be an explanation for the switchery of the coats.
1: I think he has a new coat.
0: I'm thinking that this is not our doctor. I'm thinking
1: I'm thinking our doctor has a new coat. Oh my god, he's jumping there? How do you even get up there? Hold on, talk to the listeners. I'll be right back. So get down
0: down from you. The, oh my god, Ryan is violent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've just, just <laughs> experienced a new side to him. <laughs> Ryan, the abusive cat owner. <laughs> oh, I'm finding that so amusing. I want to talk about Mel's. I'm not sure how I feel about Mel's. I don't think I really like her. I think I really like River Song, but I don't necessarily like Mel's. Because if... Mel's was Mel's, if she's River, then she knew all along that Amy and Rory were her parents. She sought them out, and she was friends with them. She never once made the mistake and called Amy mother or Rory father or –
1: Well, she could have passed it off as a joke or
0: something. She could have exactly.
1: Had, well, no. We, you could have passed it off as a joke. I mean, my, my aunt um, used to make a joke. Her husband had a stroke, so he was in the nursing home. So she sat with him every day, and there were all these family secrets we weren't going to tell my uncle and all these different things. And she must have told him every secret a hundred times over. And we're catching her saying these things. And her response was, I'm here eight hours a day. You try filling an afternoon, afternoon. <laughs> Eventually, you just tell everything. So yeah. I'm sure she made a few screw-ups. I mean, what I want to know is, okay. Know. Me- okay, uh, Melody. Po- okay, let's go with Melody, then Mel's, and then River. So Melody regenerated in front of the homeless guy to Mel's. And that was in nineteen seventy. So But four.
0: we don't know that Melody that regenerated to Mel's is the same melody that was the baby. Or are right. we assuming she grew up to be seven and regenerated to males and though so River would have only been her third regeneration?
1: Well, she made the comment that she regenerated as a toddler. Like the, yes. the, I believe it was a comment no, like the last time no. this happened. I believe she said the last yes. time this happened was when I regenerated as a toddler in New York City. So that's obviously meant to be Mel's. Well, right. But we're not, I don't think there was another one in there. I think it went, the I think it went astronaut girl, Mel's, River Song, library, period. and
0: right. so. Oh, no, my, my my question was was there a regeneration, do you think, between baby and. I
1: don't think so, girl? because I think when Hitler shot her, I think that she needed a comment to this last happened. Okay. So I don't think so. I mean,
0: we don't know. I'm just going out. But
1: on you land. know what? I found my way there. Okay, you're in New York City and you're a toddler. How the hell did you get to England? Who were her parents? Who was she living with? But
0: you see, I think there has to be. I'm sorry, I'm going back to that because where did she learn how to fight and be? I mean, as Mel's, she went from toddler to teenager with the pawns. Um, so it was the life before. So she learned how to be river song. Between zero and seven years old? Or was there another life where she became an adult before she regenerated back into the little astronaut? No, because if
1: you know this, Mel's aged properly. So, so,
0: you're, so, again, they took her, what, as a kid and then stuck her back with them at seven?
1: I want to know where she lived. I honestly want to know if we'll find out that the doctor, you know, t- I was on in the last yeah, episode.
0: Yeah, that's about, a good question. You know, to- did the
1: doctor raise River? Maybe the doctor raised, you know, River as Mel's and maybe there's something. No,
0: because remember. he didn't know.
1: You're right. He didn't. He hasn't. He didn't know then. He might know now. Oh, he you're right, back he down.
0: Back. No, because I don't think she would have been such a delinquent under his care. Do you?
1: Mm, do we know any delinquents? Jackie probably raised her.
0: <laughs> no, she would have turned out <laughs> sweet and wonderful like Rose. Okay,
1: so I love Jackie. I, 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 I love, love she
0: Oh, wasn't Jackie
1: she, Martha's mother could have raised her? She would have ended up in boot camp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Martha's mother had Hermione's eyebrows too.
0: I did sure. not like Martha's mother. I loved Donna's mother, and I loved Jack. Well, Jackie doesn't compare to anyone else. I love Jackie. That
1: woman knew how to wear denim.
0: Oh my God, God. she had the most horrible fashion. Sense and, and even lo- when
1: she became rich in the parallel world, she still was <laughs> about- tacky. Well, I- no, it was. It's like when she okay, she gets her gun and suits up with Mickey and goes back. My, you know, I'm Rose's mom. Where the hell is my daughter? You, you think she would have put on something other than denim for the trip back? But no,
0: please. When you're that age, you you are set in your ways.
1: Yeah, so she she sucked with the denim. But I, I that was one thing I was wondering in Let's Kill Hitler too. I was wondering, you know, the whole Mel's thing. And maybe we'll get an answer. Maybe we won't. But I was impressed about the fact that a lot of the things that we guessed. You know, the fact that, you know, what was there another regeneration between Astronaut Girl and River Song? You know, we we kind of guessed something that was going on there. I think we were both very surprised that we found out how River began so soon. I think we thought that was going to get stretched out for I a long
0: did. time. I'm curious
1: where they're going to go from here, too. I'm curious if it's going to be something where next time we see her, it will be you know, the time directly I after that. I hope that, that
0: from- it's the sex. I'm waiting for the sex.
1: <laughs> well, are First- we going to see River from Good Man Goes to War next, or are we going to see River from Let's Kill Hitler next? In which direction is this going? Because it'd be sad if it was, you know, Let's Kill Hitler River, because... You know, I, I kind of like yeah. our you know very with it river and not the one who's learning. So
0: yeah, spoilers. I do. I have to admit that I was really shocked at how how quickly we found out. You know who she was and her story and da da da. It's there. We know it. And- I mean,
1: I did. I did like that episode more. I mean, the fact that what didn't I think work in that episode was uh, the bad guys. Being the people inside of the, um, the 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 spaceship, the many people there, I thought that because the episode was portrayed um. as like the Doctor will meet the most like you know devious criminal you know in the history of mankind and Hitler, so the fact yeah like, like that that bit of it didn't really.
0: I think it was just for humor. I Maybe. wasn't sure that I liked the antibody bad guys. Well I
1: thought the whole thing I thought the episode was worked interesting. well. I thought, I thought Amy and Rory were top notch. I thought like the whole like yeah. shut up Hitler. I'm putting Hitler in the cupboard. The
0: closet. I, th- I, thought, yeah. I, thought,
1: I thought I thought like the fact that Hitler turned out to be a joke was was very good. Um the one bit I I love, well, I loved in the episode, I loved the doctor. I loved um, little Amelia Pond in the TARDIS with, you know, her fish fingers and custard. You Yay. know, I can, I can be brave for you. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, you'll, you'll be dead in 32 minutes. You're ignoring the 31 minutes where I'm absolutely fine. You're a pessimist. And, and
0: I had mixed feelings about them showing Rose, Martha, and Donna, and, and not necessarily the way that they asked showed for them. That
1: directly, before I begged, the episode.
0: I begged for continuity. And you what begged I did for not them even to beg- be mentioned.
1: They were on screen.
0: I know. The, and it, if like the doctor had reacted differently, I think that I would have liked it better. But he acted. He made it humorous, and to me, it would have been heartbreaking. And instead, he—I just—I couldn't decide whether to laugh at Matt's antics or no. cry because they just so tragically brought him back in a way that I didn't want them to bring him them well, back. He's laying there
1: dying, and he's basically saying, "Give me hope." And he's seeing the three people who he feels he fucked up. <laughs>
0: Well, so, it, to me, stop Rose Pence. is all about love and loss and like horrible. And Martha, yeah, he should feel guilty about the way he treated Martha, but Donna was his best friend. That's like seeing a dead family yeah, but, member you know, and Donna, being like... Donna Shut. was
1: his best friend, but look what happened to Donna. Please. Donna. Yeah, but it
0: wasn't his fault. He,
1: tell that to Harry Potter. Come on. Oh, well... So, uh, I I did enjoy that. And <sighs> in, in the fact that the one person he did see was Amy Pond before you know everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I think he still sees her that way in a lot of times Amelia, uh,
1: I think so too and I think visually seeing her that way was great and even like the actress like she like bit her lower lip or something so she looked like she almost wanted to say more but she was the program so she couldn't but like even w- how
0: do you think she even knew to say fish sticks and custard? Fish fingers
1: and custard well you know what though that the interesting thing the sound was added to the episode to make it seem like it was the character in the room saying it but when yeah. she says fish fingers and custard it's different so did the doctor imagine her saying that
0: you know I have to bring this up because I think something did happen that we haven't seen because from that Moment after he comes out wearing a tux, like he's changed his clothes. I'm wondering if there's got to be something there that we're that we're missing.
1: No, I don't think sports. so. I think he he literally just. I think he just put on his clothes and left. I mean, I I think that, that he needed the fish fingers and custards was a good memory it was something worth fighting for and I think I just got...
0: don't understand I think either he hallucinated it I
1: think he hallucinated it I think if you even listen to it she sounds different when she says that line like it's a memory you don't see her say fish fingers
0: because custurs. she she refused to say it so many times like why would she suddenly say it when he's finally passing right. out like that doesn't make any sense I'm going I'm going in
1: I'm going with hallucination what worked in the episode was at the very end you have obviously you have that great moment where uh, River and the doctor face off and reminiscent of Eleventh Hour where you see what the doctor's thinking and what he's seeing and all those different
0: things. Yeah, I was glad they brought that back. The
1: banana from... um,
0: Well, even they brought that back even in this, um, the Amy episode that we just watched. What's the name? You were good with the names.
1: The Girl Who Waited?
0: The Girl Who Waited where she's like, where's my cell phone? And he knows exactly where it is because he notices everything.
1: He's like, you want to write on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Which, during the 100th anniversary of Doctor Who, they're all going to be like, the hell is Twitter?
0: I would follow Amy Pond's Twitter. (laughs) They
1: should should start one, please.
0: I wish. But you
1: had that – and you even had the banana from uh, Are You My Mummy, whatever the episode was, the Empty Child, where – the, where Nine tells Captain Jack to hang on to the banana, he's like, "Why? It's a good source of potassium." So y- you what? remember what? River? Remember he swapped the gun with the banana, so River. Oh
0: pulls the banana yes, around. it's a good source of potassium. It's well, of potassium. but the doctors always say stuff like that, so I'm not sure if it referenced that episode. Well, no,
1: it's because remember, remember he swapped the um, Jack's.
0: Don't gun give continuity banana. where there is no continuity. There is.
1: Remember when? <laughs> remember when? Remember when they were in the in the little boy's room and they realized I told him to go to his room. This is his room, and Jack pulls the gun on him, but it's the banana, because the doctor switched them. No, oh, no! Don't drop the banana! Why not? Good sauce of potassium! Oh
0: my gosh, you're right. I'd forgotten about that.
1: Oh, look, I guess another one. I didn't
0: put that together, because I'd completely forgotten.
1: There you go. So, I... I wow. Oh. I, thought that, I thought that was great and um, even going back through that episode I thought what worked really well was you see River um, you know she, she's, she jumps out of the building and she shoots all of the Nazis and what was the line she had What are you doing here?
0: Well I was on my way to this gay gypsy bar mitzvah for the disabled when I suddenly thought gosh the third rice a bit rubbish I think I'll
1: kill the Führer Who's with me? What I thought worked really well in that episode was the doctor telling River to please help. What didn't work as well for me, and this is just a constant thing with Amy, I remember uh, she saying in the podcast we did a while back the fact that Amy gave up her baby too easily in Good Man Goes to War and most mothers would you know they would have, you know Madame kevorkian would have had to shoot her to to take the child and you know amy was a little too weak there you know in that I episode did. where I the would've... doctor was telling amy to save river amy should have known to have done that because river was her daughter And i know it's weird i know river's older i know i i get that it's weird but it was like the doctor had to tell her to be a mother and that was a, that was the one thing in the episode I'm like, oh, that's weak. I wish she would have just had that maternal instinct to do whatever was necessary rather than have the doctor tell her to do it. That was the...
0: Yeah. Well, I wrote this paragraph. I said, my one and only real complaint about this episode is the fact that I didn't feel enough heartbreak angst coming from Amy and Rory about their stolen child. You know the the episode felt very who and it's hyper craziness from start to finish. But
1: you know it would have been like it would have been like in um <laughs> in in the girl who waited if they found Melody but she had already aged like in that other room and now she's thirteen or whatever and oh we don't have to raise her now it's already done.
0: I know. Well, there was no like happy quirky balance between that and sad like real angst. Right. You know, and I was expecting some like Amy heartbreak. You know, Rory to say something like if like if i wanted rory to look over at the doctor and, and and oh no sorry i'm i'm switching to night terrors now but you know like even in that episode i felt like there should have been a moment where amy would look at rory and be like what if it was our child you know lost in the dollhouse because they're just sort of like yeah that sucks M- mostly we're stuck here yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
1: Well, Night Terror. Was, I was even reading a review of it because they were trying to place it. If it had been aired earlier in the season, there was like the comment about you know Amy Pond in the flesh, and obviously that was supposed to be uh, you know the Flash Amy and so forth. Even I think Rory had some type of line in the episode about let the the dolls just gobble up the little boy or something like that, and it was a very unRoryish type line. So there were little things in the episode that felt odd. I liked it for the direction. You know, parts of the dialogue I thought were great in that episode, like where he's talking to the boy's father about, you know, I've come, you know, he sent me a message through, you know, time and space and nebulas and the end of creation. And he's doing this very, very deep message about the origins of the universe. And the little boy's father is like, hold on, you're not from Child and Protective Services, are you? <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, no.
0: I loved that line that he says about pantophobia being the fear of everything. Including not the Well, yeah, not the fear
1: Of pants. Of
0: pants, but possibly pants as well. (laughs) So, like, he's got such great line delivery sometimes.
1: Yeah, I thought that bit was great. I mean, it was one of those episodes that didn't really attach to anything. I'm sure... When it aired earlier, there was a scene where you could see um, Madame Kevorkian looking through the through the window at Amy, uh, which they obviously must have taken out. I mean, it was one of those episodes that it, it was good filler, but the real, it, it was like the pirate episode. To me, it didn't mean anything in, in the long run.
0: See, but I liked more of, of the pirate episode than I did of this one. Like, I'm just not sure. Is it because we needed to see the doctor interact with the child again? Like, I'm not sure. I, well, I,
1: I, I – just what the had purpose said of this I wish I was. I wish I could see Amy be disappointed in the doctor, and in this episode she was. Now there was a huge ass plot reason why she was disappointed in the doctor, but I liked seeing some type of crack there. And I thought that bit worked very well. You go from Amy being the seven year old girl with the fish fingers and custard to being the sixty year old woman who's been let down by the doctor, to see the faded lipstick, Doctor, I'm waiting or you know, whatever it had said. I mean that I thought was was really terrific and powerful. So this episode, I think, worked well for the relationship of those three, whereas I don't really know what Night Terrors did other than make me afraid of dolls like I don't
0: well and James even brought up a good point he said why does this little boy have a daughter?
1: <laughs> I was I was I was I was too wondering that but it's <laughs> y- yeah I mean it didn't like he didn't have a sister and I did not understand the whole a- like they
0: don't even go into what kind of alien he is or like what he wants or why he's running away or hiding like why is he suddenly this these people's child who can't have kids like why did he well, suddenly? well
1: no it's a little bo- it's this creature that desperately wants to belong and it's out parents who desperately wanted a child and everybody's happy.
0: Well, was fine that. had they had him since he was a baby, like had yes. he been aging normally, he, how yes. old he, he live? Yes. Like, he they had didn't been. address any of the questions that I would have been like, um, oh, Well, I let's know, pull but out the I know,
1: but in fairness, too, we, we spent the last podcast doing two hours on Amy in the orphanage because you desperately had to know everything about that episode.
0: Sometimes there was anything wrong with
1: that. Yes, it was. We're even listening to it in the car and we're fast forwarding like half an hour and you're still on the top another half hour you're still on the show yes you are very fixated but no I mean when you go back to the episode there was even a line the doctor threw in about how he'll age normally and everything's fine but he'll pop back for puberty because that's always a fun time (laughs) so you don't know if it's meant to be you know funny or if he'll like grow horns during puberty but I was fine with that but you know what didn't work for me or maybe it was the direction you see the doctor flipping through the the mother's photo album and you're left to believe that's important and then they show you um, you know the fact that she didn't look pregnant in december and then have them in january or whatever well some women don't look pregnant up until the fact that they have the baby so that and you know what it was they did it really well in uh the Weeping angels two-parter where they're like hold on these these angels all have one head and then river was like oh my god and danielle right away caught holy crap they're the angels and i didn't it took me an extra second so, where where there's that, oh my god, and then the audience figures it out, and then the character says it moments, where I didn't think that was it. The, the realization where you realize that this little boy isn't actually their son, it didn't work out well. Like, I've seen B-movies that have done that uh-huh. creepier. Like, there was this stupid B-movie I saw once, where it was, um... It was the woman who played Lita on Deep Space Nine. She worked at, like, an airport or whatever. And there's all these people stranded at the airport. And you find out that that some of them are actually aliens. And they have to put people in, like, the x-ray machine. And they put this little lady in the x-ray machine. And she, like, turns into this giant bug. She was the alien the whole time. And yada, yada, yada. And it's this really creepy thing. And you always see these two little kids next to these two adults through the entire thing. And you're led to believe they're their children. But they have a moment later in the episode where they're like we don't have children we thought the kids were with you we thought the kids were with you and you realize these two kids were actually aliens the whole time but you just think they're the they're these people's children like that was a really creepy moment where they where i i caught it right before they told you in this episode, I, just didn't, I didn't think it worked at all. And I'm like, oh, so the kid's an alien. Okay. And I think if that yeah. fell flat for me, the, 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 there was no shock and I wasn't emotionally invested and I didn't really care what the rationale was. And it, it didn't – the episode just kind of fell flat for me. Agreed. It didn't, it didn't really work. But I thought this episode really showed a lot about Amy and Rory and their relationship. And while there were parts that didn't work as well, I would have preferred maybe at the end if Rory was actually forced to make a choice. And, li- and live with the repercussions that it may have been a little bit stronger, but I liked it the way it ended, too. So,
0: yeah, This one, it, it's like it introduced so many good characterization, emotional moments, and then didn't have enough time to follow through. Like, this, to me, should have been a two-hour episode. Yeah, because it could have been, because I want to know what happened after they get back to the TARDIS. Like, there's still a good 15 minutes of story left.
1: Yeah, it stopped. Well, we're led to believe that it'll be followed up on. And I actually didn't mind it stopping there because I know there'll be more episodes, so that will have to be followed up on at some point. And but it did make me like Rory a lot more, so I think it, it did what it needed to do.
0: Oh, there. I completely adore Rory, yeah. so he's become a favorite of mine.
1: Yeah, and I, and I definitely I'm I'm warming to him a lot more as well. And again, I loved. You know everything about Amy and Rory in "Let's Kill Hitler," despite the fact of being a weird situation. She just didn't have that maternal instinct. Yeah, and, and that there's
0: was just the, none. You know,
1: but and now I we, just, well, now sure. I was gonna say now we get that that fuller picture of River, and at some point for whatever reason she'll kill presumably the Doctor or try to, and. I feel like we've we've gotten a lot more information on her, but I'm hoping there's still a lot more secrets about her we just don't know yet.
0: I know. I, I want to know about her. She. I do, I do admit that there was some moments there in the beginning of her regeneration that were amusing. And I, I found myself loving, you know, knew her because she seemed so young. She still seemed so
1: teenager-like and so, well, you know what I mean? Like, she's vulnerable she seem- and River Song was never vulnerable. Like when she says, I'm the child of the TARDIS, the TARDIS taught her how to fly it.
0: Yes, I love like that. that.
1: Like the, that vulnerability, which she doesn't have at the end where she says, I'm looking for a good man when she becomes the archaeologist. So she, she, and you don't know how long, how far apart those two scenes were when she's left with. Well, you know board. that she
0: does regenerations now, and like David said, you know, I, had one. I don't grow old; I just regenerate. So, how old is River Song by the time we see her in Silence in the Library? I mean, but, is she but Mel's
1: aged. Mel's aged, so you don't know if the fact that she's not a true Time Lord. I don't know. I don't know how.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. How how I don't know. It's just not. That's not. I do like that they did the TARDIS taught me how because that's sort of continuity with River telling the doctor, too bad you were busy that day when she's talking about who taught you to fly and he. Yeah. you know well I the big like bang that. too
1: you know rule one the doctor lies yeah which was a reused line so I thought that was great so there, there, I thought the constantly with you there was very
0: yeah they're using that the doctor lies a lot so I'm wondering what he's been lying about this whole season I'm sure we're gonna find out he case,
1: lied just right? tonight he always lies
0: he always lies but they're like hitting us over the head with that fact that seems well, no, only says said that at the end time. of yeah when River's waking up and stuff well <laughs> I know
1: well, Doctor no because no, she said that in the fifth season so this is where she got it from
0: i don't know i think they've said it like two or three times this season i don't
1: think so i think they said it last season okay so i don't know maybe So, do you want to get to Torchwood? Sure. Okay, so Torchwood. So, we left off with Gwen in the bathroom finding out that her mother, daughter, and husband had been taken. No idea where her father is. We don't see him for three episodes. So, they were taken to an undisclosed location, which happened to be, dot, 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 the family living room. So, it was a (laughs) little, you know what I mean? It was like we're out of sets or really it wouldn't be that hard to save them.
0: Save it again? Wait, he was because he wasn't in the living room. He was in like the base, like behind no, the wall. No, what you talk
1: about even going back a few episodes, and I may be overlapping from the last podcast.
0: Sorry, I'm
1: when they abducted Gwen's family, they kept them in Gwen's mother's house in the living room.
0: Uh, did they? Yes. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember that. No,
1: when they abducted, yes, you're gonna get a really, really, really I believe you, podcasts. I just
0: don't remember. Oh, yeah,
1: they were at Gwen's house. Remember, it was um, her mother, Reese, and the baby in the living room, and then Rex and Esther sent in the cops yeah. and and they killed everyone and there was no sign of Gwen's father for like three episodes until we eventually... Oh, right. He the okay. But he was last seen being hoisted into the back of the truck having another heart attack and then he wasn't seen for a few episodes. So you have that moment where Gwen and, and probably one of their... Gwen and Jack really popped at the end of the season of Torchwood, and it started with that trip they took in the car. She's in the.
0: I know, because the before they, Gwen just felt very stilted. I was se- like, "Where is Gwen that I know?"
1: The whole season was uneven. I a, a friend of mine this morning who has only seen season four of Torchwood said to me that uh, no, it's actually a, oh, a friend of mine from work, and he he's only seen what, what Sue has, only seen this season of Torchwood, and he said that you know he really liked Gwen, he liked the ending, he thought it was great, with I think. I thought it was uneven I thought the plot points were rushed and haphazard and all of these different things and it was butchered and kind of a mess but I really liked it this is what torchwood always does so it was it was well. torchwood staple. and like if you look back at the season <laughs> you know it worked last season they had five episodes so they turned it into a miniseries it was like a movie and it was five hours long and that was it and now this one was 10 hours long and i feel like looking back at it it didn't really need to be 10 hours long
0: Uh, i'll agree with that it felt too long like it felt like there should have been more if it was if they were going to use their time correctly
1: well it was one of those ones where someone told me once if you go back and watch old doctor who episodes don't pick any that are longer than three episodes because they used to do multi-part ones years ago because the longer the episode is the more times the doctor has to get kidnapped and escaped to fill in the hours because they had to stretch them if you looking back at it as successful as it was the first episode ends with them leaving Cardiff. the second episode was jack is poisoned on the plane you know we start and we had the
0: episode i liked that episode i did too but i'm
1: looking when you look at how it's structured we're doing tonight seven eight nine and ten in the end of six Gwen's family was kidnapped to force Gwen to bring Jack to I can't remember the old man's name. Is it Antonio? I cannot remember the old man's name. To br- Oh to, my god. <laughs> to bring to bring Jack to him, presumably because they knew about Jack's blood. I'm not entirely sure what they were gonna do with Jack when they had him there. I don't know. I if, know, yeah. Were they gonna inject him with Jack's blood, and then wait for the (laughs) blessing to reverse itself. Like, that was the thing. It's like looking back on it, it just seems like it was. Stretching and stretching and bringing up more ideas and trying to just stretch the mystery as long as possible. But I felt like in the last two hours, they were sprinting to try and make I sense of it. I know, that this they got destroyed.
0: The but I don't feel like it was sprinting. I felt like finally stuff's happening.
1: Well, you know what it was? And it felt like it. This is the thing. We just had the podcast aired where I was in the middle of season two of Torchwood. And I was saying I didn't like virtually any of what they were writing, but I loved the show and didn't know why. And it's kind of the same thing here. I didn't like that for episode nine and 10, now we're jumping ahead two months and now we're having all of these yeah. things have happened off screen. Like I thought, you know, more... I
0: did not like the two month break. I thought that was ridiculous. You no, know,
1: the two month break was a good idea because it allowed things to shift and change. Yeah, I hate but the it. The problem with the two month change is in the space of ten episodes, why are you having it happen in like the second to last chapter? Why didn't it happen in episode five? Exactly. The, the pacing of it was bad. And it did make sense to allow everyone to get to England, but there were some things I didn't like. Like when Jillian's talking to I'm calling her Carol Brady, the woman in the gray flannel. The
0: gray flannel. The
1: woman who was wearing the the woman who was working at the blessing site in China.
0: Um, oh,
1: when we have, I know
0: her, it, are, she,
1: are you guys tight?
0: No, okay. but she's famous. She's been on like lots of stuff.
1: No idea who she is. When you're looking at the void or whatever, the, 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 the darkness is the blessing that's running across the entire earth. Jillian asks, I hope her name is Jillian or else I'm making an ass of myself. Let's go with Jillian anyway.
0: Oh, you're doing better than me. I'm like that one girl. <laughs> she, was,
1: she was in that movie I just recently saw. It, it, was, it, was, it was filmed in the 90s and you know <laughs> she asks why isn't this a volcano? There's a hole to the center of the earth in your living room. Why isn't lava erupting? And Carol Brady's like, you know, we actually don't know. I'm like, that's funny because neither do the writers.
0: Okay, was there a Who continuity there when Jack comes in and says something about Ragnos
1: I don't, did you
0: hear anything because James swears there wasn't but I could have sworn there I was. I didn't
1: think there was. What Jen's referring to is in uh, Donna Noble's first episode which the name of which is escaping me. The Runaway Bride The Runaway Bride. You find out that uh, the formation of the earth little spider people were in the core of the earth and they've been there all this time now apparently since the formation of the earth we've had the blessing there all this time so maybe they were there with the spider people i don't know if it was mentioned but i didn't hear it so i was actually annoyed it wasn't mentioned so if it was really good on them if it wasn't really bad on them,
0: i know but then i thought how would jack know about that
1: even on top of that too i mean the problem why Torchwood is probably strange. If I had to get into why I like Torchwood despite the fact that I probably shouldn't, Torchwood has amazing characters in Gwen and Jack. and
0: it, When they're on top of their game. When they're
1: on top of their game. And it's a fabulously written series from the perspective of those characters. Plot-wise, it always tends to push too hard and come off looking a little stupid but well-intentioned. But the thing is, it shares <laughs> a universe with Doctor Who and they're it, it, i think we said this earlier they're like oil and water they they can't work together it doesn't work could you imagine with the mood of these episodes having the doctor breeze in with his sonic screwdriver and take care of the blessing you know it 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 wouldn't flow together well and i don't think it would really work that great but
0: well because he would have because the doctor just marches in and goes what are you doing you know you're not supposed to be here go home or i'm gonna make you and Jack is just sort of like, hmm.
1: Well, no, it's mood. The <laughs> problem is I can't believe that Sarah Jane, Torchwood, and Doctor Who all happen in the same universe. Because the mood of each is so different. <laughs> yeah, so that when true. you do an episode like Journey's End in... The, in Except Storm with Earth, Earth, 9 and 10. Yeah, when you do... Yeah, exact, I mean, yeah, it, it feels so different that I have to they have to be separate to me because Sarah Jane is so whimsical and Torchwood is so dark can you imagine the doctor talking to a child molester it just it doesn't no it doesn't work so then when you say well you know torchwood didn't acknowledge this you know preset from doctor who like okay the fact that they're saying you know i've read the torchwood files are these extraterrestrials i'm like i don't know do you remember when the daleks were walking the earth yeah, we, it's like they're separate worlds.
0: What do you think of Torchwood bringing on, bringing in all the Doctor Who continuity? Do you think it's just because Russell did both, I think and it, he's writing the season?
1: I think they're both shows which I acknowledge have to work in the same universe, but they never...
0: Well, you notice that the Doctor never mentions Jack or Torchwood again.
1: Yeah, but he easily could in the next episode, and that'd be that. I mean, I think that... The...
0: Maybe we'll cause it.
1: Well, Levin's getting so dark, he could actually pop in, maybe after this episode he's making, <laughs> choose which wife See, he likes and
0: to best. me, I feel like he's giving up. Like, maybe that's my issue with him because the Doctor doesn't give up. And to me, it feels like Matt was just like, I don't know. I don't want to feel this way? Did you get that at all?
1: I get that sense he was giving up, but I did get the sense that... I know that's not the right word. Well, I think there's a burnout when you're with the Doctor, and I got, got the sense that there was a lot of burnout for Rory in this episode. Maybe that was part of the issue.
0: I'm but. just wondering if there's going to be a big issue between Amy and Rory about staying with the Doctor, because I think Amy is... And as much as I say this, I totally like feel I I contradict my own self because I feel like Amy and her own self has seen the doctor's true self. And there are parts of him that are not appealing. And I think Rory has just been slapped in the face. And I'm, I'm kind of just waiting to see which one of them breaks first, because honestly, the doctor does keep screwing up intentionally or not. And their lives keep getting shit upon, (laughs) basically. And I'm just wondering when when it'll be enough and for which one will
1: go first. Well, I think knowing how my life works, as soon as I start to love Amy and Rory and can't live without them, that's when they'll leave.
0: I know. Do we even know if Arthur is signed on for next year yet?
1: We don't know, and I actually don't want to know. I want to be surprised.
0: I know. I'm kind of disappointed that I know certain things, but I'm also kind of relieved, too, because it kind of gives me a... I hope that it's not about to just be thrown away. <laughs> three yeah. more episodes or something. You know, exactly. Is that terrible?
1: No, it's not terrible. That's fine.
0: So, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's like looking at... I mean, jumping back to Torchford for a second. I mean...
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's,
1: no, it's the Puffer Exchange. so much. I hope we actually didn't say welcome back to Perfect Weekly. That'd be embarrassing.
0: Oh my God, did we?
1: I don't think we did. I think we're the Puffer <laughs> Exchange. So I think we're good. <laughs> but, I mean, even going into it, it, like the season, it's one of those things where it felt... Like, it had no direction, which is a shame because it was so well planned, but... Having watched the whole thing, I, I felt let down by it. But I always kind of feel that way with Torchwood. But there were some parts of it that were just so damn good that made up for it.
0: We have not talked about the end. What did you think well, about the end? Talk,
1: first, let's talk about the beginning. Would you like to, for whatever reason, talk about the flashback episode, Jen?
0: Oh, wow. It's so long ago. Uh, let's but it just seems just say like all of my crazy Jack Harkness dreams came true. Actually, I wish that there was a threesome. There should have been a girl. But I loved that we get to see kind of a softer, gentler, more romantic Jack. Because usually he's just sort of like a wink and a smile kind of guy. Like that kind that you'll like meet in a bar and like have maybe a one night stand of crazy hot sex and then be like he'll leave a note in the morning saying something like had a great time see you next galaxy or something but this one it's like you can actually see him fall in love and find be in a relationship and like you kind of see that although jack is the playboy of the universe he actually doesn't see anyone i don't think as like a one night thing because right. he has feelings does that make any sense?
1: <laughs> no, it does. I mean, what made me feel uncomfortable about it is, there was an episode, Danielle and I did the Deep Space Nine rewatch a few years ago, and she was loving the episodes, but there was there was one that was just boring as hell. It was, Odo fell in love with a woman, and it was all these bad, corny, cliched, romantic lines, and it was, it, it just, it, the, the episode felt flat, it was unimaginative, and I all I could think was, it felt like they were trying to be so provocative having a gay sex scene in an episode, that if that had been a heterosexual sex scene, I think it would have been boring. I didn't really feel anything from the scene. It just felt like it stretched on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Like, I I just... I had trouble...
0: See, and I found it to be one of the most... Like, it pulled me in from the get-go. Like, from where Jack is talking to him through the prison bars, I was pulled in, and, like, I knew that him explaining, like, his home and, like, all of it meant something and it was going somewhere. And even at the end, when Jack says, you know, you can tell he wants to stay with him. But the fact that – what's his name?
1: <laughs> let's let's go with Tony. It wasn't Tony. but what- I know. I don't know
0: what to say. When he says, you know, you're my life. I want to um, stay with me, be with me. Um
1: We'll be back with Jen in a moment. What I did love was the fact that Jack <laughs> hid his coat in like the vent on the ceiling of the building, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because in eighty years Gwen will protect that on an airplane as well. But I do yeah, I do know the scene where where the guy was Yes saying, you know, and, he was saying, yeah, I'm gonna stay with you, and, you know, and
0: Jack says I can't stay with you. you know, I can't be with you. You know, because he he caused him to go through all that torture <laughs> well, and like you,
1: Yeah, well you and, uh, he didn't even mention that. That that was even on his list.
0: Well but one, I think but, it was.
1: It was the un- it was the unspoken thing. I mean, what confused I think you and I in that episode was that Jack kept at one point he referred to himself as seven hundred years old. But it's possible he was joking. But the problem is, the, we're to assume that Jack is the face of Bo. I mean, I know that was a joke, but I think Ryan
0: and I had this the whole conversation. About oh, we had the calculator
1: age. out, but no, it was. <laughs> oh my god! Well, the, in the Torchwood episode, the episode we just did a few weeks ago, you could not spoil me anymore if you try. It's you're like, okay, now that was when he was buried, right? I'm not there yet. Well, it's like 2,000 years, right? I'm like, Jen, I didn't know that. Well, you know it now.
0: Hence, him. Ryan and I don't talk for we, four weeks until the yeah, we, show we, we ends. we don't
1: talk. But, you know, okay, we're to assume that Jack is, say, 40 years old, let's say, arguably, in uh, The Empty Child. So then he goes back in time to 1869 and then travels forward 31 plus 23, so around 60 years. So Jack's probably about 100, let's say, in the beginning of the episode, in in the 20s, and he's like 180, 190 now or whatever. He's re- referencing I lived so many lifetimes. I'm like – you lived a little bit older than my nana did. Like it's, it's you. were he was talking like he yeah. was the face of Bo, having lived thousands of years, and he wasn't. And you made a comment about how we said I'm a fixed point in time. But
0: I'm he, like, how does he know that yet? The uh, the who episode hasn't happened yet, right? So he shouldn't have known that he was a fixed point because he didn't know that the yeah, doctor tells him in that episode that you're a fixed point,
1: right? So, so that bit was weak.
0: Bad continuity, Russell.
1: So that part I found was a little confusing too. I did enjoy the little alien things that they had to shoot because they were going to try and fuck up Franklin Roosevelt. I liked that little bit. That seemed like old school. What? I no, like we they, they they about. had the alien where Jack and Tony had to shoot the heads off the aliens that they were going to give to Franklin Roosevelt, and it was like a Torchwood mission. There, and he and the guy in the twenties are are in, okay. You obviously forgot. Sorry, that was yet.
0: that during the sex?
1: Okay, that was the only part of the episode Jen apparently has any (laughs) memory of
0: the sex. Anything. I fast forwarded and then rewinded. Exactly. <laughs> and then push <just> play again.
1: <laughs> exactly. My cats are approaching yeah. each other. This is interesting. One, oh, my god! One of them You're is... going to
0: have to make cat movies or something and then
1: dialogue them. I have the, I have them all on, on Facebook. Well, one of my cats is apparently afraid of my monologue, so she's hiding in a shopping bag. He's hiding in a shopping bag. I apologize. Can
0: he breathe? That's probably not safe.
1: Well, yeah. It's on its side. I mean, he's he's.
0: It's fine. plastic.
1: It, well, it's like a shopping... It's like a big Panera bag turned on its side. And the other one is climbing into a box. Hmm. Okay. She's at, She's in the box now. She appears to be happy in the box. Is she going to sit in the box? Maybe we shall never... Oh, I think she's stuck in the box. Ah, uh, she's sitting in the box. She's fine. But, yeah, going back to it, I mean, I felt... You know what it was? I didn't like that episode so much because I, I, I... It just felt like it stretched and I wasn't incredibly interested in it. I loved the ending where they think Jack is the devil and that's where they get the blood and the, and the whole blessing plot yeah kicks into line and stuff and, and whatnot. Well, the
0: Gwen and Jack stuff was really good, too. The car... That episode.
1: Um, that bit was great. I'm actually threatening my cat right now because he's about to shoot the other one and we're not going to we'll allow this because we don't like it when that happens. Hang on. They're
0: about to shoot one another. Oh,
1: I'm a How bad... How you let
0: them just have it out?
1: Well, I'm a bad cat owner, but it happens so repeatedly. Like, he'll bite her neck and then he'll run off and he'll come back and bite her neck. And he just, like, snuck up on her when she was in a box so she didn't have the ability to get away. So I ended up just shooting him with the water. That's probably the wrong thing to do with them as <laughs> Because she's my little girl and i don't want him to bite her in the neck so yeah, yeah but i i did love the car moment and, and you know what the whole thing was like i i, I found the, fla- the flashbacks somewhat boring and then i loved the bits in the beginning where jack and gwen were in the car and he tries to use her daughter to get her the free him and she calls him a bastard and they have that moment where she talked about and i think it was one of the things I've always said about Harry Potter where isn't this wonderful that you're you get to be part of this universe where you know something that not everyone else knows and wouldn't it be wonderful to be part of this wizarding world because wouldn't you feel special that you get to belong to something that, that not everyone belongs yeah. to and that's how Gwen sees Torchwood. I love that that felt so real when she was saying that and the more deep she got the, the more important she felt.
0: More, and, yeah, yeah and I liked the, that they explained a little bit ever because through the whole season I've been going where is Gwen? Like I do not see the Gwen that I attached myself to in seasons one through three. And even in but even at the end of three where she was crying over Yanta's body spoilers, yeah. people, sorry. Yeah, Yonta died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yanta died. It's <laughs> <laughs> <We're very
1: laughs>
0: uh, kinda like Dumbledore died and Spock died. Sorry at this point you Why should did know. Spock but, die?
1: Oh well, yeah, he died in camp. well
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought you meant in the end.
0: <gasps> yeah. You know uh, she, and, and it's sort of like she's just this hard, cold bitch this whole season. And then I wanted to see... It's like when Jack gets shot and he, he's mm-hmm. about to faint by the bunk beds. And she's like, oh, wait a minute. And you kind of see her be human again for a minute. You see that they care for each other. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't enough of those little quick hug moments for me yeah. that made me still see that their relationship was strong as ever. Right. Because she was so independent. Like, to me, Torchwood is taken off and it's all about Gwen. And Jack is like a side character now, which is weird.
1: Well, the, the whole thing ended up turning out to be Jack was the... Was the end all and be all of the season in the end because of his blood?
0: Well, of course. But, but he,
1: but he wasn't such an important part of the. Oh, ooh, now he's going after her. Where I can't see him. He's smart.
0: Well, I did know right away. I think that
1: that was a cat comment. No, like what cat comments are?
0: It's going to be all about Jack in the end, and of course Jack was going to give his life to save the day, and of course he was going to regenerate. Like all these things. Or no, he's I'm not?
1: going not regenerate. He's not gonna regenerate. That, that would have been. That would have probably been more interesting <laughs> than what we got.
0: What's the word? Recessi- resuscitate.
1: No, it would have been great. You
0: resuscitate yourself
1: <laughs> what i w- what i would have enjoyed is at the end when rex got shot if he regenerated into river song that would have been i think much more <laughs> end, of a yeah. i kind
0: of hate
1: rex <laughs> I, rex's I hate melody bonds. but i i would have found that interesting <laughs> I really found that much more interesting than... than.
0: Well, I have to say that I, I did not necessarily like... I'm hoping that next season they'll figure out that once his human blood kind of eats up oh, that, Jack, he's not immortal. Because can that, you, at least Jack was a hero. And, like, he became immortal. And, like, it was it was solitary. And it was gorgeous because he deserved it. Because he, he, he strived to, to for the better good. I'm sorry, but Rex is the worst CIA agent in the world. He is selfish. I gotta and- pay for
1: this bri- what?
0: yes <laughs> He's that guy. You Can can't I just tell you,
1: I used that line as much mortality. as possible. That was that was the one line I. I
0: well, it defined his character. It defined his entire character. I love that.
1: Line? I love that. But,
0: but you know but, what I mean? It's yeah. that guy now has immortality.
1: In, you know what it was? It was the, okay. This is my thoughts in the last four episodes and on Torchwood season four. You know, now that we've seen the whole thing, you know, okay. The last
0: four episodes and the whole season. In so the up. whole
1: season, it's you know, obviously, so we go through that episode, and Gwen and Jack have that moment where you know, to protect her family, she'll have him put down. Like a, I, I feel like we've talked about this before. Maybe this was in the last. <laughs> We it's
0: have, because we've talked.
1: We've talked. You know, Gwen would have him put down like a dog to save her family, and he would rip the skin from her bones to, to stay alive, and they both understand that, and they're both fine with that, and now they feel closer than they've ever felt. And then you cut to the end when he has to die, and Gwen won't let him kill himself. She'll do it for him, and and she, he says thank you, and she says turn around, bye bye now, and they say goodbye, and they have this wonderful moment. And then she, the minute she sees he's alive, she runs down and hugs him as the room is falling around them. I mean, they have this.
0: Yeah, can I just say, old Gwen waited four days or something for him to wake up. Do you remember? Yes. Okay, where did that Gwen go? Who just believed no matter what?
1: Well, in fairness. In fairness, he was no longer—he was now mortal—and
0: okay. the
1: ceiling was falling around her.
0: Or do you think this has to do with the fact that he just up and ran away at the end of season no.
1: three? No, I, ha- I do. I think no, it has no no, 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 no. This is like a Mike prediction. No, I think it had to do with the fact that she thought he was mortal. He got shot. She did it, and the room was caving around her. Now, if the room wasn't caving around, she would have taken his body, and then he would have popped back to life. So it would have been fine. I did love the Russell moment at the very end with the what, what, what? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What, what, what? When Rex turns out to be a mortal. I thought yeah. that was good, and, and honestly, Eve Miles, that look she gives at the end with that one eye, she could do Saul Ty right there. <laughs> that look she has, if she gives that to her child, Reese doesn't have no yeah. bra. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Well,
0: next season, I think they're going to have to warm up, warm her humanity back up, or if I'm going to have the, a hard
1: time. If there is a the next season, you know what? I was watching this, I, like I okay in these last episodes. I, I okay things i liked okay okay reese and and gwen and reese said, said goodbye to gwen's father and holding the cell phone up so mom could talk when they dragged dad from the house and gwen you know torchwood's agent extraordinaire was just begging for her father's life because there was nothing else she could do you know in the i'm sorry if you're lost and her mother saying goodbye to her husband you know the, the that part i thought was fantastic yeah um I think Esther warmed to me, over, you know, warmed up on me over these last few episodes. I thought she was kind of a joke before, but I thought she was really good. I was actually very sorry to see her die. I thought that was definitely a I did, too. I thought
0: it was very sad. Yeah, I thought
1: that would have been a lot better. Oh, hang on. The cat's going at the other cat. Hang on. Stand by a fire. No.
0: I like the funeral singing.
1: Don't bite her tail.
0: I think they did that because John Berman's a singer, and, and so
1: is um, Reese in real life. I I don't think that's why they
0: I think saying. so, and if you notice, I don't think that Eve Miles can carry a teen, and they actually, you can't hear her sing. Like, she's paw- she stops as they go over her face, I did notice <laughs> she mouths it again as they go by again. If you've
1: determined her name is Jilly, and I think I did notice her shoes at the very end when she's chasing after. Yes,
0: yeah, so and silly, you know what? She probably
1: would have made geez. it out of that building if not for the shoes, and then she would, she would have been caught by Jack and Gwen. She would, she well, would I'm curious as to what plan B is. I'm not. You know why the the whole thing which I thought okay Let's say on things I liked. I, I'm running out of them. Q over there at CIA headquarters going, oh, fuck, when they realized the purse was right there. Yeah. I thought that was good. Things I liked. I did love Gwen when she realizes that whatever the, Orson Welles, whatever the hell we determined, um, his, Oswald Danes was in her kitchen. She walks over and cleans the pot before she beats him. Sensible.
0: Yes. I, uh...
1: <laughs> I thought that I thought that was fantastic. I'm, I'm virtually at now. The little uh, Chinese woman, Gwen's like, I'm sorry, I have to stay in a vector of 45 five degrees and that goes through your kitchen. Um open door, me, go bye bye and she's trying to talk to the woman. And later on the woman's like sad girl, crazy girl and offers her some tea. I thought Gwen I
0: thought that tea was gonna be poison or something.
1: I think Eve Miles owns owns this stuff I thought thought that's so good you know things I didn't like virtually anything to do with the plot at the end you just mentioned something a second ago which escapes me at the moment but I remember thinking I didn't like that very much we go through all these episodes of Jack saying there's nothing important about his blood because we know that Bad Wolf turns him immortal and now all of a sudden his his blood his blood poured into the giant gap thing in this in the the middle of the earth turned everyone Let's call it a butt crack. <laughs> you know what it is. The, the, the world. You, no, seriously. The episode. Last week's episode ended with a shot of the world's butt crack, and. <laughs> And you have Jillian going, oh, with a wonderful butt crack. I'm like, really? That's going to get me to, you're using this to entice me to tune in next week. So, but then, oh, God, blood coming out of the butt crack. Like, seriously.
0: Okay. No, there's right. a, there's a colonoscopy. Please don't
1: go literal. No, there's a colon cancer <laughs> joke in here somewhere. But, oh, my God. You know God. what? But Jack's blood being poured into both ends of the butt crack made everyone in the world a mortal <laughs> butt Jack. But if you pour his now mortal blood into the butt crack from two different directions, that'll, that, you know, that'll be fine, you know, and that will restore Everything the same, even though his blood has nothing to do with it, the blood will do it because apparently the butt crack likes the blood. And but the, and then we go back to the thing that we went on before where people in the world are supercharged, so if they jump out of the 45th floor.
0: Wait, hold on, Ron, James has been listening and wants to comment. Hold on, okay.
1: I just want to say they're really playing up the Jack is gay angle because he enters the world's butt crack to save it. <laughs>
0: Go away. <laughs>
1: from two different directions, from all He's corners. making of
0: the- a gay joke with the butt crack. Just yeah. go go uh, away.
1: I think we got it. I think Thanks,
0: Sunny, for that input. Great. Continue, Ryan. I apologize for Big interrupting for that. That's yeah, all right. Hold away. on. I'm about to shoot
1: my cat. No. Oh, shit. Hang on. My phaser resets a stun that needs to be set to kill. Hang on. My girl cat is peeing in the litter box, and my boy cat keeps attacking her. Get out of there. <laughs> I've somehow damaged the. <laughs> the uh, spray balls so every time I shoot the cat I also shoot myself too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm taking one for the teamer. But the, okay so here's the thing they took out all of Rex's blood and gave him all of Jack's blood but he was not dead because normally that would kill you so I'm assuming they're the same blood type because then I still think that Rex should have yeah. been, like, <laughs> been on the floor Jack's a
0: universal donor.
1: He should have been on the floor foaming. Hold on I'm shooting the cat and myself.
0: Oh hold on can I just say my favorite line has to be You just had this child murderer and whatever look into the face of sin and and you armed him.
1: (laughs) Your secret weapon is the biggest bastard in the world with a bomb on his chest and you just show them his soul. I feel secure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that. that It would have been perfect had what? he seen the error of his ways and blown them all to bits well, you i know think-
1: what i'm trying to think okay oswald danes i said to my friend this morning is the perfect personification of Torchwood itself you have a creepy child molester who you find out has some degree of humility hang on i have to kill the cat again
0: this is as bad as eating during a podcast <laughs>
1: He has enough humanity left in him that he wants to die for his sins and for what he did, and then by the end of the episode, he's going to at least save the world from the family people, but at the very end, you find that he's still creepy enough that he's calling out to the girl he rapes saying, I'll see you in hell. So at the end you're left with, Hmm. He started out of the bastard thought he might've only been 99.9% bastard. turns out he was a full bastard and that's the end of it. So you kind of shrug your shoulders at the end and say, okay, <laughs> got hit with the pot. Like you don't know where really to go with him. And that's kind of where I always feel Torchwood kind of ends up. It's it, I end it still shrugging a little bit, not knowing exactly what just happened here. I mean, I thought the thing with the blood was ridiculous by the end. I don't think the plot really held together well. The fact that Rex is now immortal doesn't really interest me as a conclusion. And the fact that, okay, we made everyone in the world immortal, and that was only the test run for what we, what we wanted to do, That that just seems like you can have this... Plot point that you can argue overthinks things, and then by the end you find out, oh, that was only you know, a, a portion of what we have planned. It just seems yeah. like it's they're they're trying to write it up to be this huge huge deal when in actuality not it so was much.
0: just meh. Yeah. yeah, I agree. They kind of diminished it by saying that. I think. Right.
1: I think it survived on the human moments, the Gwen, the Jack, that like the character beats. I think, are what saved it. The You know, Dr. Juarez, the surgeon being melted, Gwen and their dad. Gwen saying, you know, my dad taught me I can't stand someone not thinking I'm an honest man. I think Oswald telling Gwen she's magnificent for playing God. Okay, hang on. What
0: was that? I heard that, that.
1: Okay, I have to go kill my cat. Please Talk to the audience. Be right back.
0: I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm speechless for once in my life. It's awful. I don't ever not right. have anything to say
1: situation resolved situation
0: okay resolved. good i was I was sad there' p that
1: <laughs> p- sad- don't, p- <laughs> don't come find me that's kind of where i went where I ended up. I love those little character moments at the end. I thought the entire bit about getting what 's his name from Seinfeld newman from Seinfeld caught because. Rex's heart rate increased too much, <laughs> so he was he, he turned on the the contact lenses and he filmed the entire thing. That that felt more like just wrapping up a loose end.
0: What did you think of Doctor Who glasses? Were they not David's glasses? And suddenly they're like video camera. Glasses? I like
1: those. I I did like the glasses. I th- there was another episode I was reminded of, um, Impossible Astronaut or Day of the Moon, where Rory in the sixties actually wears glasses. So I, I thought that was yeah. I, I thought
0: it was. A- Okay, sorry. Back to torture. No, uh,
1: that's fine. But I, I was thinking of that one. I mean, like I love seeing Nana visitor there from Star Trek on just hiss at him and he'll go away. He's a big baby. I know the audience is fascinated right now. I listen to my cat trials. I'm new with this. <laughs> Every time they fight, it kills me. Okay, she's on all. Four. Okay, I'm gonna narrate this thing. She's on her back. Are they playing? I can't tell if they're playing. Just hiss. Bad
0: narration.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like staring at this. I can't tell what's happening here. They're just staring at each other. Okay. I'm just going to have to hit him with vinegar. Where were we? I'm sorry, my cats. I'm, I'm a new cat owner. and I
0: I went to cats.
1: You went to cats?
0: I was following you to cats. Oh, the I we ca- no right. were. Now we have to
1: reel ourselves back in. Something about oh. Rory and the David Tennant glasses and going back to Rex and how they're running.
0: Going back to, yeah. Well, oh, my
1: cats aren't very agile, so they keep running into walls. I'm like, what the hell is that? There's like a cat-shaped hole in the wall. Yeah, like, I liked seeing the non-visitor on it, but her role was very brief, and then she got, Swallowed up at the CIA or back plot line, and then she blew up, and she wore a really ugly dresses, I recall. Uh- John Delancey I thought was great. I actually did enjoy his character very much. And, of course, they killed him, so now he can't come back. I felt like they killed off all the characters I would have liked to have seen next season. And I actually include Esther on the I would like to see her next season But I know. I'm not looking forward to another season if they're going to do it again. I think that they kind of exhausted this. And I think that the, the threads they left for next season were boring as hell. So. I don't
0: totally agree with that. I think that's a bit harsh.
1: There. <laughs> But I'm very much looking forward
0: to the rest of... I liked the very end. I thought it was going to... I can't wait to see more. I honestly hope that there's a next season... I I loved Evie Miles' dress. I thought Thought that I did not like Rex. I hope they find a way to not make him immortal because I can't imagine anyone worse
1: for the the job.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Rex becomes the face of Bo. You never
1: thought you saw that one, did you?
0: No. It just takes away the specialness. It's like...
1: He's not. He's Jack. It's like
0: if they bring back Jenny, you know, there's another Time Lord out there and he's not the last one. And it kind of takes away his specialness. I don't know. But that's different because you want the Doctor to not be alone and Jack... I think we forget about Jack a lot. That Jack is going to live so many lives, right. so many, and like he's going to do. Them a lot. But I think it's because Jack is so much more sociable and willing to to give his heart, even if it, even though he knows it's going to be break broken. Yeah. Whereas the doctor seems to protect it more because he knows that everything is just going to hurt in the end. And I think I think in the end, you know that Jack's going to be okay, and the doctor, you're not sure about.
1: Right? Because you don't. As far as we know now, he's gonna die, but, you know, he won't, but we don't know how he gets out of it. I don't know, so, and I, and I, as much as I was annoyed by Torchwood, I hope there is a new season. I'll be annoyed by that, too, don't get me wrong, but... I'm sure... I'll be annoyed by my cat, stupid. I hope they can. Oh, they're about to go again. Okay, how can you not see him? You're a cat. You're supposed to be observant. He's hiding right there. And then she runs to me like, Daddy, protect me.
0: Aww. And
1: of course, I must kill him because I like her better. Don't tell him.
0: I'm not sure you're supposed to have favoritism.
1: Lee's my favorite godchild. So with that, we're put for exchange. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.